the VO meter, measuring your voiceover progress. The VO meter is brought to you by voiceactorwebsites.com, Vocal Booth to Go, podcastdemos.com, Global Voice Acting Academy, JMC Demos, and IPDTL. And now, your hosts, Paul Stefano and Sean Daly. All right, so I'm here with Tim Walsh from Atlas. Correct. We just finished the representation panel. How was that for you, and were there any surprises? Uh, it was really good. Uh, I was surprised that the amount of people making demos that are not necessary, especially when you're first starting out. You know, I think that you need to really, and this is just my opinion, uh, focus on one genre and then build. Because if, you, if you're putting your, you know, you have many hats in different arenas, you're not going to be good at one thing. So I always say, you know, focus on commercials, do well there, then focus on promo or focus on narration. So baby steps to move on. If you're making a demo right off the bat, when you don't even know what your instrument sounds like, you don't have representation in that area, I think it's a kind of a bit of a waste of money. So do you feel like people in general, even experienced talent, are too demo happy? And Because the trend now from least demo producers is make a demo for everything. Every freaking genre there is. If you're represented by an agency, talk to the agent first and say, do you need me to have a demo? In the commercial world, for me, I don't need a demo. I just need pieces of work. So I have booked many talent off of just auditions that I've had that somebody wanted to hear something, I sent that in. A demo is a way to get you in the door. Um, so, But if you have a good booth and you can make a demo, sure, do that. Just don't lie about it. Just say, I made this myself. It's not produced. I know in the promo world and the narration world, you do need a demo to kind of break in. But most agents are not just going to sign somebody that doesn't have the background already on it and starting out just to do narrations or animation or documentaries. Okay. Something I asked uh, Phil a second ago, uh, Phil Sutphin, we, we were talking about how the audience seemed to have a lot of the same questions that you probably hear all the time, mm -hmm. every day anyway. Do you think talent, especially new talent, get into this paralysis by analysis where they're really overthinking things? Uh, I do. Especially new talent that I sign. I think that the biggest thing they, they have to do is I didn't book yet. I haven't booked yet. I haven't booked yet. You know, we understand if you're new to this, it's going to take a hot second before you book. We're trying to work with you. You're trying to get, we're trying to get to know you. You're trying to get to know us. You're also trying to get to know the casting directors, the producers, the different auditions that you're doing. So we, I always tell talent when I'm signing them first off, I'm like, I don't expect you to book within the first year. So take that off the plate. I'm not going to drop you. As long as you're doing the auditions, if you're sending them back on time, respectable, you know, all that kind of jazz. And the, the biggest question I always get to is how to get an agent. It's, it's luck. It really is luck <laughs> at being in the right place at the right time or knowing the right people. Right. Something that I thought was really opening about what you said was how you like drop-ins and people trying to not necessarily contact you every day, but at least remind you that they're there. Correct. Can that go too far? It can go too far. You know, a drop-in to me is not a meeting. It's, you know, coming up, seeing me in the office wave, I'm like, hey, Tim, how was your weekend? How was your day? I'm like, great, how was yours? It's not coming down, sitting down with me. You know, that, if you want to have that, you have every right to, you have to set up a meeting time with me. You know, you don't know if I'm in the middle of five other things that have right. due line, uh, due dates and stuff like that. Um, 
pop in, you know, if it's just a hello, pop in as often as you want, you know. Um, there are times where I'm like, all right, I, I know you're here, you know. So use your discretion. What about baked goods? I know you mentioned not for submissions, but if, submissions. It's, if it's someone you represent and they come with a, a dozen yeah, bagels. I mean, as a, <laughs> um, I'm a healthy eater now, um, but... Yeah, baked goods are always good to keep your, you know, especially if you're represented. Don't send baked goods if you're not. No. You know, I'm terrified somebody's going to poison me. Um, so, yeah, if you're doing baked goods or drop by with Dunkin' Donuts or a little coffee. Maybe so a new Popeye's chicken sandwich. If, if you can get it, you can, <laughs> you can drop it by. But, yeah, something that, like, then the company knows, like, blank client, drop this off, please help yourself. And that's a way for the, everyone in the agency to be like, oh, yeah, yeah, they're around. Great person. Well, Tim, thanks so much for donating your time to the conference. Sure. I know everyone here was really appreciative of your, your expertise. Thank you. Nice Thanks. to meet you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the VO Meter, measuring your voiceover progress. To follow along, please visit www.vometer.com. VO Meter is powered by IPDTL. 